0: It is podcast time, hockey fans. Thank you for watching this Dan K. Show production presented by the Pueblo Bulls. Hello, hockey fans,
1: and welcome back to the most watched show in junior hockey. We are on location. for We, we do on location podcasts a lot, but we've never done one this fancy or one that looks as professional. And that's because we have a, a bunch of new equipment that I have purchased specifically for this event. We're not going to shout out the brand yet, We're going to contact them first, see if they'll sponsor us. That's negotiation. And a man who excels at negotiation because he's always willing to call his own bluffs. It's Dan Kay. Dan, welcome to the podcast.
0: I don't know if that's part of negotiating. You don't call your own bluffs when you negotiate. I think what you normally- That's why
1: you're the negotiator.
0: Ah. (laughs) See, and Lucas, I'm excited to be here today. We just finished 18 holes on the golf course here at beautiful Saddlebrook Resort. and Some people might be listening, some of our fans going- Man, I've heard of this place before. I've heard of of Saddlebrook Resort. Where's that at? Well, it's in Wesley Chapel, Florida. The home of Hub City. USPHL Hub City. If you remember just a few years back, the USPHL, the one and only league worldwide, to get every darn game in, utilizing Hub City here at the beautiful Saddlebrook Resort, as well as the Advent Health Center Ice, which is voted the number one ice sheet facility on the planet. We've got the team... It might be number one in our hearts, number one in our yearbooks and scorebooks and hags they put in there. They said, have a great summer at the end of the season, hags signed, put the phone number in there and we gave him a call and we said, let's play some golf today. We've got the Stroats in the building, two hockey gods from Minnesota made the move down to Florida. They were smart like Dan Kay and they said, let's get away from the cold and let's get the palm trees and sunshine. Brett, we're going to start with you. How are we doing?
2: Uh, Doing great. Uh, We won the first annual TBJ Dan K Show uh, golf uh, tournament and uh, came right down to the final putt on 18, uh, sunk about a 30 footer uh, to tie the final hole there Uh, to close you guys out four to three.
0: I'm going to tell you, Lucas. I tried to skirt around what the final score was of the round today. I tried to <laughs> not bring that portion up, but but smart move by Brett there. I mean, he did drill back to back 30 plus footers to to did win it for his Nothing squat. you
3: can do about that. And but I'm, he did. He didn't bring up his tee shot. Though, you
0: talked <laughs> before you were introduced,
3: sir. Oops, sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> one rule on the show. I have one rule. I say you don't speak till I say your name. You're like a vampire. Garrett Strode. How's it going? yeah <laughs> you going can great. talk. <laughs>
3: No, he's a I love how you awesome. brought it in the house. In the house.
0: It's in the house. We're at the pool. Come on, man. We've got flops on. I'm in a flop sweat because it's 110 degrees here in Florida right now. But it is absolutely beautiful. We're at the pool. We're enjoying the sunlight. We're enjoying the sunshine. And this is something you can do if you come play for TBJ Hockey. The Tampa Bay Juniors, we thought, I mean, I'm so close by to these guys. They've given me enough free golf to, uh, to get me through a year's supply of it or uh, probably a lifetime supply at this point here at beautiful Saddlebrook Resort. We wanted to get him on, and we wanted to showcase just what the lifestyle here is all about. Garrett, let's start with you. When you're recruiting a kid, when you're bringing a kid in from around the country, I mean, uh, lifestyle's got to be a big part of it. They're just the day in and day out.
3: It, it actually, it is because um, obviously coming from Minnesota and uh, and up north, th- that's one of the things. Number one, to ask guys, you know, you know, especially like kids from Minnesota that we recruit, you know, are you willing to? go away from home, because a lot of kids don't want them and, and that's fine. But I also tell them that, you know, you can experience something different. You know, when you're up north, it, it, it's, you know, it's, it's hockey, it's, it's winter and all this stuff, but this is something totally different. And, uh, and and I said, you know, a lot of times, the only way you're going to experience this is if you make the NHL and play for Tampa Bay or, or the Florida Panthers. Yep. Uh, but you can uh, come down here and just experience a whole different kind of thing in the winter where you are going to the rink in shorts and flip-flops every day. Uh, we've had guys that obviously they, they bring their clubs and golf. But the biggest thing a lot of guys do is they bring their fishing and they fish all, yeah. uh, all winter long and stuff. And they don't have to drill holes in the <laughs> ice. <so. laughs>
0: well, we Chick Pojar took us ice fishing this past year so. We know what it looks like having oh, to go out and sheet the ice. I'd rather be out in a little <laughs> boat here than uh. He also he wait also, a minute.
3: Did they actually have a hole in there, or did you guys just oh, yeah, go they, they no, no? They cut us. They, they cut
1: us
0: our own hole. So we they cut, cut us our, our own, own hole. hole. We, I
3: figured they just showed up. You went inside. There's no hole. They
0: ain't fishing. <laughs> <Just hung on laughs> Those a guys ain't fishing. <laughs> Woodsy <laughs> Woodsy probably would have been down for that as well. But we went out. We got, we dug a hole. We we got the little auger out there. We cut it up, and then we caught a couple of fish down there. Lucas reeled one in himself, and the biggest thing a squatch came into the room. Chick goes. I got to go to the bathroom real quick. Walks out. Next thing you know, Sasquatch comes popping into the tent. I was
1: scared to be they, Jesus. You got those of sightings it. up there. You know, and you yeah, got everywhere. Something. You got. You got to be so careful too. That's that's the big thing.
0: Now, Brett, we talk about we talk about the lifestyle right down here, but we also talk about the development. I mean, what you guys have done in the game of hockey in Minnesota, down here in Florida, just watching you guys grow to grow the game has been incredible, right? And kind of talk about. I know you're, you're big into the mental game, the mental side of the sport of hockey, right? You're big into the hand style of hockey and building that speed, building that skill. What am I getting if I'm a parent sending my player down to Tampa to work with the Strokes, to work with Garrett, to work with yourself, to work with Philip Kuba and the whole crew here?
2: Yeah, what really we really emphasize on individual player uh, development you know like he's talked about the, the speed of the hands the speed of the mind and and the speed of the, of the body or speed of your feet because uh, again we want to help players become the best version of themselves to reach their goals and dreams of playing it into a higher level hopefully get them in the NCDC they have a better chance of you know having a, a d1 opportunity or some d1 looks and, and, and the game is faster when you get to higher levels in those areas you know obviously we want to form into into a team game and that's where, where character comes into play and and, and so but, but that's what we're about. We're you know, we're about helping the individuals um, you know try to elevate their game to um, give them the best chance to reach their goals and dreams.
0: And and this guy has proven that the mental game is there already. I mean to hit two 30
2: plus foot putts
0: to win a tournament today, to win a battle between our two sides, this guy goes absolutely back to back from 30 feet out. Lucas, it was disappointing to say the least.
1: Yeah, it was it was something that uh, I was a little heartbroken by, uh, I'll be completely honest, especially because that very, especially on 18, I knew I was going to hit that par putt, And my thought was just, just leave it short. Like, just leave it short one time. Let, let Lucas come in here and dominate. But no, you absolutely, you, you came up big when you needed to. We talk about tee shots, drives when you had to come up big, just, just under pressure, calm, cool, collected.
2: Uh, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good, though. Sometimes, <laughs> like you said, <laughs> early in the around there. So, you know, uh, I had uh, 16 holes to warm up my putter, and I finally warmed up on the 17th and 18th hole. So, uh, but uh, yeah, you were sitting there. You know, you were looking to win the hole there to uh, push the uh, the match into some overtime. But uh, j- just like uh, who's the guy from the the Canadian that just won the uh, the Canadian Open there? Uh, yeah, uh, Taylor his name? was it missing his name. Uh, Nick, <laughs> t- Nick Taylor. Nick Taylor. Nick Taylor. So, Rodney Taylor was a football player, right? Am I right, right about that? Um, you know, on home on home soil, and this is our home soil here at Saddlebrook <laughs> here, so it was, it was nice to, uh, to sink that, that putt for the victory.
0: Now, Garrett, you have so many roots up there in Minnesota, right? And In that sport of hockey, you've seen the state finals, you've seen the playoffs, right? You've seen what it looks like up there. Talk about kind of to those Minnesota players that might be looking to get outside the state of hockey and come on down to the state of sunshine. Why should they come down take a chance on the Tampa Bay juniors and, and playing hockey in the Southeast here in Florida?
3: Well, well, the first thing is the Southeast in, in the USPHL, no offense to the other, other divisions, but uh, from top to bottom, I mean, every division has their good teams from top to bottom with the Southeast and the Florida, it's, it's good competition. That even comes from a lot of college coaches uh, if you don't come ready to play, you're going to get beat, and so you have to be ready every single game. So that's number one. It's just the competition, and I, and then you know, and so that I think is is the number one thing. And then the other thing is, you know, we tell these guys because I know they have a lot of options up in Minnesota, not not only in the USPHL but other leagues. And uh, we don't over recruit and bring a bunch of guys in and trade guys. I mean, we commit to our players for the season, and so when you're sending somebody away. You don't want to all of a sudden a month in the season see them be traded, which is is kind of ridiculous at, at the tier three level, to be honest with you. And and so we, we commit to our guys for the full season and because we believe we're gonna make them better players and we're gonna be a better team at the end of the year, which normally, you know, we a lot of times we do start off slow, uh, but by the end of the year, you know, because we, we're more about developing and not uh it's not all about the wins and loss at the beginning. I mean, our goal obviously is to get the nationals every year, but there's a process to it. And and Brett and I are not looking to advance ourselves, you know. So we can sit there and and be patient, and then the things start turning the turning the corner. You know, basically the second half of the season all the time.
0: Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: you talk about you're not looking to advance, right? I mean, it's because of where you guys are located, right? It's the same reason why I moved down here from New Jersey when we started traveling the country working for this product. It it's the idea of. When you can call Florida home base, when you can start from this area, it's a great place to be. The weather's great; the, the sun shines out every day. I think this this summer so far, we've gotten two days of rain. I think this is the first time it's over 90 degrees in the last couple months. So it's you look at it, it; it's it's not just about the the ice hockey, but it's about what you can do off the ice as well. And Brett, you've got a little bit of an off-ice training system that you've put together, something that you're starting to roll out onto the market that a lot of people are starting to get their hands on, starting to try out, Ultimate Hands Hockey. Tell me about it a little bit.
2: Yeah, well, Ultimate Hands Hockey, it's actually uh, something that I started to use myself uh, in my playing days, uh, just using some resistance bands training. Yeah. And I've always said one day I've got to be able to find a way to um, make it work and be uh, you know, shipped and, and and sold as a product, and I teamed up with uh, uh, Kevin Nash, uh, who's an engineer by trade, and uh, we found a way to create a device that can be folded up and put into a, a smaller box and, and, and shipped around uh, around the country and around the world, hopefully. Uh, so, Ultimate Hands Hockey is, is a resistance training device that uh, really is, is for the, the speed of your hands yeah. uh, for, for stick handling. It's also it's a three-in-one device. It it can be a self-passer. It's it's got some. Um, uh, bounce bands on the bottom, but also it's also got resistance training for for shooting as well, um, and, and so it, it's a great product out there. There's nothing else out there like this that really is focusing on strengthening your hockey-specific muscles, your wrist, your forearms, even the uh, the muscles in your fingers, for to get you know stronger to win those one-on-one battles along the boards. Um, but really it's to help elevate the, the, the speed of being able to pull pucks in and out of traffic quickly. Cause again, you get to higher la- levels, the game is faster. And so yeah. this is what will really help elevate uh, that part of your game.
0: And I always say, as you, get, as you get older, the game doesn't just get faster, the ice gets smaller, right? And that's not literal. It's not a literal Correct. smaller sheet of ice. The bodies are bigger, the skill, everyone covers space in a quicker amount of time, right? So you need that ability with your hands. And I think one of my favorite things is Lucas and I tried out this product, and I'll tell you what, we're not Wayne Gretzky and uh, Mark Messier over here, all right? And we were able to pick this thing up. We were able to understand how to utilize it quickly. So I think, Brett, there's a real good marketplace for this where parents can provide this for their kids. And even with the novice level, the beginning level understanding of the game can really get them set and on the right track working off ice even when ice is not available on their hands.
2: Absolutely, it's, it's for all ages, all levels. Uh, we've got you know, four different levels of resistance bands. So as you get better and stronger at it, you can you know, elevate to a, to a stronger, stronger band. But uh, again, it's just putting the time and energy and effort into it. And what's great about it, it's portable. Uh, You can use it in your garage, uh, you can use it in your in your basement, uh, you know, wherever, you know, just on a smooth surface, whether it's concrete or a piece of plastic. And and so, again, it's something that, um, you know, everyone's trying to improve their game and get better. And again, you don't need to go to the rink every day. This is something that you can just do on your own, you know, on a daily basis or, or, you know, whenever you feel it. And what's great about it, it's challenging. Yeah. But, uh, but, once, but it, it, it motivates you yep. because you get instant feedback that you're feeling the muscles that you need to use for stick handling and shooting being activated. Yep. And so, um, you know, you, you want to get after it again and you want to get after it again and you keep pushing yourself. And so, so it's a great product. It, it's new to the market. And uh, I just recommend anyone to go to ultimatehandshockey.com to learn more.
0: Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I, I walked into the rink one day and I'm going behind a little back area where you guys have that track set up. And I start hearing noise as I get to the corner. And I'm like, what the heck is that? It sounds like someone just kind of like chopping away. I'm like, what's happening? I turn the corner and there's Jonah Mortensen, who's just a brick wall the way that young guy is yeah, built. Yeah. right? And he is just going, going to town, working the hands, working through it. the speed he had on that thing. Talked to him a little bit about it. He loved it, I know. He was utilizing it before each and every game. And that's a guy who's getting to the ring. How many hours before games is Jonah getting there? Well, he
3: he read a lot of times beat me before they're on practices. Yeah. But and every and we actually had to put it in a spot that in case he got there before us to do it. He, he number one, the, the most dedicated player that that I've ever coached mm-hmm. comes there early. Uh, you know, the guy's gotta be there an hour before Ice time. He's there two, two and a half hours before practice and go has his routine, but he d- came and did that every single day. And you could see the difference with his hands. And um and then and, and Brett had a bunch of guys from Harvard here uh during the the COVID year and they loved it. Yeah. I mean those guys got after it. And but the thing about Jonah is all of a sudden he, other guys started doing it now more. Connor mm-hmm. Nelson started doing it all the time and coming early. Uh Bo Cornier would come in early. So and uh, and so people just fed off of that. But uh, yeah, just just him to know, hey, I hey this is helping me. And uh, they just went after it and and got after it.
0: And it's the idea of you can't always have ice, right? You're not always going to be on the ice. You're not always going to have access to ice, especially in different portions of the country. So for players and parents, it's a great opportunity to work on an actual skill you're going to utilize in a game in real time, in real action, you see guys like Connor McDavid. I mean, the hands is that's where his whole game comes from, right? It's of course the speed, this, the skating ability, but his hands are unrivaled and he doesn't need space to work. You score without space at that level.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. Like you said earlier, the game, uh, the rink gets smaller Yeah, uh, because the players are bigger and stronger and Mm -hmm. and, uh, they uh, close in on that space quicker. So so it's something that at a young age, uh, you got to start thinking about that. You can't wait till you're 18, 19, 20 years old. Uh, This uh, science is out there that 13 to 16 is your speed window. So, um, you know, the earlier you can get started with some of the speed training, uh, you know, different uh, things out there and this ultimate hands hockey will help in those areas. And so highly recommend anyone that's looking to elevate their game and and want help uh, elevate the, the, the speed of their hands uh, to start training w- with the product again like you said it's something that you can do uh you know, from anywhere, you know, especially right from home, you don't need to go to the rink. And so, uh, and again, it's you, you put the time and energy into things, you're, you're going to see uh, great results. And so, like, like with Jonah Morton said, he would do it every single day. It just got in a routine. And again, it, you don't need to spend 30, 40 minutes. You can just spend, you know, five, 10 minutes a day. It's just that, that compounding of just doing things over and over and over, you know, for a month, for a year, for two years, you know, three years, five years. And and, and the, uh, uh, the, you know, the, the, uh, The the gains you're going to get out of it is going to be what you put into it.
0: Now, Lucas, I'm going to let you kind of take over here. Let's get back into TBJ for a couple questions as I get ready for America's favorite hockey game show, Minor Chats. Take it away.
1: And before we get into that, Dan, I just want to make a a quick point here. What do you got? Picture like an upside down traffic cone on the front face of this microphone. What have I done? You've been kind of like here. It's going to, fine. to project, be fine. I project. To be fair, I project.
0: To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. The right? normal
1: microphones we use omnidirectional, all directions, picks up sound from. I need camera. omnidirectional. This is this is a little bit of a tighter dispersion, so you can go here and you're great. You can go here and you're fine, What you can't. You can't do. You can't do this. Can you give me this. a second
0: one and I can go old school <laughs> telephone? <laughs> Operator.
1: Operator. 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 Connect
0: me to the Dan K show. Excuse me. <laughs> Dial nine. Go ahead. Why? Why nine? Well, because back then there were only nine numbers. They had you zero. You didn't need all the numbers. It was one, two through nine,
1: and a zero. Like
0: Jim was seven. Called Jim.
1: <laughs> he called Jim. Seven.
0: Hey, operator, dial Jim. <laughs> Go ahead. Ask questions.
1: Now ask questions. Now see what you've done. <laughs> back to work. Um, I want to. I. I kind of want to start with last year's nationals before we start with this upcoming season.
0: Don't touch my hand.
1: <laughs> Have you considered that your hand is in my space?
0: my hand's where it is. <laughs> I've
1: been here the whole time. don't just start talking with your hand to be fair I yeah get back to work kind of I'm spent too much time in Jersey. That's uh, the worst. let's let's talk about nationals last year. Um, I, I know that while you guys you guys made it to nationals which is an accomplishment which is a huge feat especially considering the size talent of the league but I know not the result that you guys were hoping for necessarily. Have you what did you learn from that experience at Nationals? Because one thing we've heard consistently when when teams are there year after year is that it always kind of impacts what they do the next year in terms of building. Did it impact uh, what you do for this year?
2: well well a couple things I mean it was the goal of our, our team to get the nationals but sometimes uh, when you reach your goal that's you're kind of at the mountaintop and so it's kinda like ah we made it you know yeah. um, and, and so you know maybe we got to stretch our goals a little bit to maybe win nationals you know because uh, I, I, we, we've been there before with teams you know you have a goal you see it you get there and it's kind of like we've got to the mountaintop and so, you know, maybe it's taken to another level. Uh, I guess what would be the would be the the thing to learn from that is to, you know, maybe go beyond of just having the goal of getting to nationals, maybe you know, getting to the finals or actually winning nationals.
1: Yeah, and when when you when you see the level of competition, right, and the 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 speed, the intensity, the physicality, the completeness of the game, I mean, it, talk for a minute just about how good the USPHL has been, premier the elite side of things. And how much the competition has really improved in your time with tbj
3: well I, I, that, well that's the biggest thing so this is i mean i've been down here like 10 years now i think uh brett had me come down i was coach to north american hockey league and then came down and uh to visit him and, and kind of help him out for about three weeks every time i'd come down here he's been down here you know for like 20 some years i would just come for a weekend well i came down for a couple weeks in january i'm like Hmm. <laughs> Pretty nice. It's kind of nice. You know what I've had enough of winter. To see how far this league has come from then to now is unbelievable. I mean, it's there's there's players now that easily would would been playing in the NA when I was coaching in the NA and um and just the quality of players and then us moving here up in Wesley Chapel, having health at center ice. I mean uh, our tryout this year, uh Every year it's getting better and better. Well, we, I think, had like four or five guys we offered premier contracts to from our tryout, and normally there's zero. Yeah. You know, it's mainly for the elite team. And um, so, it, it, words getting out of people coming down here. But just overall, the league has been amazing. Then, you, yeah, you get the Nationals. It's it's it. All the teams are pretty even. I mean, it's, you know, it might be a, a shot here, save there is all the difference. Uh, there was really, there wasn't like a team that was out of place. And so, and I think the biggest thing for us is you gotta have depth, uh, you know. And that uh, this year our recruiting is, you know, we gotta have four lines that can go, and you gotta have six defensemen that can play and a couple of goalies. So you can't just get by just one line um, and stuff. So that, that that's the biggest thing.
1: Yeah, and, and you and I were talking in the cart a little bit during the round about about Vegas and and how deep the Vegas Golden Knights were, and how you know it's no longer really about having one superstar. Having one Gretzky that can carry the team, right? You got, you have to have that depth.
2: Yeah, yeah. The, the way the game's played now is that you, you need four lines mm-hmm. that that can can play, or can score at any given time. You know, it's pretty easy now to kind of shut down your your top line. So you, you need that depth scoring, and it's just kind of the way the NHL is, and it's not, and it, and it goes you know deeper, you know, into the minor leagues and the junior hockey. It's just um, you, you need you know four lines that can play and, and and three three pairs of D. I think the most interesting thing was
1: seeing. Almost a criticism of the Stanley Cup come out this year, which was Vegas's win wasn't exciting, but it was perfectly executed hockey, right? It wasn't it wasn't these these crazy plays, these these wild breakaways and, you know, highlight real moments. It was just well executed passing, good line changes, making sure the guys were rolling and just getting it done minute after minute after minute. Doesn't make highlights all the time, but it makes for a Stanley Cup, so it can't be wrong.
2: Yeah, so uh, it's the consistency of every shift, uh, like like you said, uh, you know, playing that two hundred foot game. You know, where maybe ten years ago, you know, guys were running and gunning, and you're getting breakaways and two on ones. You know, but now it's it's that two hundred foot game. Everyone can skate. Everyone's got speed. Everyone's got to defend. And then when there's opportunities to, to create offense, you know, you've got to got to make plays. And, and Vegas was the uh, the epitome of that. And, and one thing that's nice about
1: that, uh, Garrett, especially from your end here, is is if you're looking to fill all four lines, you're looking for third line guys, fourth line guys. Sometimes you can develop those within. There's a premier and elite team for Tampa. And sometimes it's done with recruitment. But I want to focus on the development side, because I know between the ultimate hands, the mental side of the game, the physical side of the game, the incredible coaching lineage between yourself and your coaches on the bench. You like to develop players. You can develop them. What if a player is coming to the TBJ organization? What kind of work can they expect? In terms of the helping you helping them develop their skills,
3: well, I think one of the biggest things that we do is our uh, is our off ice. We have that turf behind our locker room that yep. Dan was talking about. Uh, we utilize that a lot. And in in the speed of the game is, is every level you go up, it's, it's everything's faster. Whether you got to think faster, so I think what differentiates differentiates us is um, we we do. A, Brett talks a lot about stuff about the mind and, and making the quicker decisions and how to do that. Uh, with the ultimate hands getting quicker hands but then we do a lot of sprint training to help move uh, movement of your body yeah. um, and, and sprint does correlate to to on ice uh, the fastest runners are the fastest skaters but you got to learn how to move your body it's not just doing sprints because why do you think a lot of these college guys go to sprint training guys before the NFL combine because they got to learn how to run yep. to up their forty. Mm-hmm. Right, to get them faster you got to learn how to move your body and how, how things move and, and that's the number one thing and that that helps correlate to on the ice is, is moving your body moving your hips up ice and stuff like that so you know so for us it it, 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 it we just break down a lot of things and uh, like I said it, it's the winning a byproduct of it we know that we're going to be better as the season goes on and uh, like I said it's it from day one it's a process
0: Boys, we're going to talk about speed real quick. I'm going to jump in here. You stole my
3: segue. I was
1: going to do the (laughs) exact same segue. We're talking about
0: the speed of the game. We've got a game show, guys. Uh Uh-oh. We've got a game show, we've been playing this with coaches around the country all off season long. The Dan K Show Summer Sessions. The name of the game is Minor Chats. I started this when I worked for the Philadelphia Flyers, and we needed some Jumbotron fodder. What it is, I set one minute on the clock. I will ask you personal questions, like what's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? We'll go one by one, like an alternate shot. <laughs> you will answer as many as quick as you can as possible in one minute. The score to beat, 16 in the clubhouse. Correct, Lucas? 16. You're going to need your phone for a clock because I'm going to need my phone for the questions. Because so I forgot my between open. each and then? Who would you like to go first?
2: So are we alternating?
0: One by one. So I would go th-
2: like th- Brett. The same question?
0: A different question oh, okay. each time. Sometimes the same. You'll never Luke. know.
2: Sometimes same, sometimes different. <laughs> so who
0: wants to go first? I'll go first. You'll I'm go all first. Of this. I am also go first. You'll go first. <laughs> so we're going to set this up. Lucas is setting up the clock for me. All right. The clock will not start till the first question is answered and asked. Okay. So I'll ask it. You will answer it. Then the clock will start. I will go to you after that. Ready? Lucas, are you ready? I am ready. Okay. Just tap my arm when we get close or at least show it to me. Garrett, are you ready? Yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> Brett, are you ready? As
2: ready quick as possible.
0: If you don't know an answer, say pass.
2: Oh, okay. You just pass
0: it. All right. What's your favorite color? Purple. Uh, what's your favorite food? Lasagna. What's your favorite sports team? Wild. Favorite hockey player of all time? Gretzky. What's your favorite Taylor Swift song? Taylor Swift. Yeah. What's your favorite Taylor Swift song? Taylor Swift, do you know any?
2: Yeah, I do know it. Uh, uh, got the, got I got a pass, on? so I can't think of the name of the song. Favorite
0: band or musician? Beatles. Same question for you. Favorite banner musician? musician? Uh, Tom Petty. Uh, favorite Tom Petty song?
3: <laughs> Not a Tom Petty song. <laughs> I know a bunch of them, too, and I just
0: throw in a blank. He's going to pass. Your <laughs> favorite animal? Favorite. Favorite animal.
2: The animals? Yeah,
0: favorite animal the
2: animals (laughs) all the the the, the animals
0: they are animals that is correct 15 seconds 15 seconds okay uh favorite favorite bug bug yeah favorite bug mosquito sunrise or sunset (laughs) sunset birthday cake or ice cream cake birthday cake what's your favorite dessert what's your favorite banana cream. Banana Cream cream? cream pie okay uh what's your favorite type of ice cream uh butter pecan uh favorite amphibian (laughs) <laughs> Lizard, is that an amphibian? No, it is not. Favorite amphibian. <laughs> Dolphin? <laughs> last no, last question. Do you want a million dollars right now? Do you want it?
2: Absolutely.
0: Oh, <laughs> Lucas that no. was after Just the it. buzzer for also, the 40th straight time. What were the
2: amphibian answers?
0: Lizard and dolphin. Lizard was much closer.
2: Lizard was closer. Uh, salamander. Was uh, it uh, another salamander? <laughs> yep. I was thinking of a salamander. That's what I was thinking.
0: Salamander, which is kind of a water type
1: <laughs> animal, a water type Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Again, the worst amphibian answer so far. Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> definitely not an amphibian i don't though. feel so bad about i was golfing. like <laughs> in what world could a squirrel
1: be an it's, amphibian it's frogs salamanders oh, okay. newts, newts and axotals.
0: we i don't know what an axotal is it's yeah. got weird ears kind of
1: like, got it right uh most people just panic and say frog and hope that it's frog correct, is correct so if
0: you say frog you yeah, get it. Yeah, i think we've had frog, two though. correct we've had a bunch correct we've I'll had a bunch honest. correct yeah people have said frog
1: People have said frog uh, more often than not.
0: The worst was I had a uh, I had a player once answer it incorrectly, and he comes to me. and he goes, "Hey, can I get a second shot at it now that I know what it is?" He goes, "Run me through it again. Mix that question in. I just don't want to scout the sea that I don't know what an amphibian is." We did it again. He forgot the answer that he had looked up <laughs> and answered wrong again. <laughs> So you guys are better than that. You, well, you've everyone, gotten... everyone thinks this game is easy until all
1: of a sudden you throw a favorite Taylor Swift song. I don't well, know. if the, yeah, like, the wheel oh, me. I mean,
0: geez, they don't. I, well, but all of a sudden you just draw a and you can't think
3: Exactly. There is so many of them. It's like, geez,
0: the Beatles is the favorite band. Is that your actual favorite band, or is that like? Yeah, no, I do like the Beatles. You like the Beatles? Who's your favorite hockey player all time?
3: You know, obviously great, but Jobel Perot
0: Ooh. Mine, Jeff Bukaboom. Jeff Big Bukaboom. Jeff Boom guy growing up. Jeff Bukaboom Big Bookaboom. Him and Adam Graves. Gravesy as well. Those are my guys. Those are my guys growing up. How about you, Lucas? Who's your favorite hockey player?
1: I mean, the hockey player I always enjoy. Frog. <laughs> Frog. I got it. Um, I always liked watching uh, Patrick Wah. Mm. I, I just, I feel like, I, and I, maybe this is a hot take for hockey, but I feel like the Gretzky answer is overrated we like favorite or best player of all time. Obviously, your favorite player is up to you. I'm not going to take that away from you. But in terms of like the greatest player of all time, Gretzky was just a little bit ahead of his time. He was a fine player. Wait, what? But like.
3: Come again? What take is this?
1: This I I introduced it as my hot take.
3: It's a terrible take. I'm tired of people it's saying Gretzky take.
1: is the, the best player of all time. He's the greatest he player, was, of, all is, player of all time. He is. He was better than his time, but he's not the best player of all time.
3: He's the best player of all time. No. Yeah. Who? He's the best forward of all time. Bobby Orr is the best defenseman of all time. Yeah. Goalie might be up there for debate yet, but
0: yeah. there's but Bobby no Orr one also, that touches Grassy. Look at those records. Bobby Orr I mean, played it's...
1: during a time where the, the they hadn't invented the puck leaving the ice yet. Does
0: anybody know the highest scoring duo of brothers in NHL history? The Gretzky's, the Gretzkys. G- one G- and a million. Brett and Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Good point. I, I don't. I just
1: don't know if you can select someone from the era of the puck always being on the ice as the greatest player of all time.
3: He put up numbers that nobody ever dreamed of. One hundred thirty yeah. some points as a defenseman. Stupid. When what maybe the record at that time was seventy? Well, because everyone come else on. was worse.
0: Oh, come on. This is a terrible take. Lucas has been uh, disbarred from this podcast. <laughs> we've, we've, we've taken Our, well, away his license to practice podcasts. Dan, you, you
1: can work this thing, right? I nope, can I can't. So,
0: Lucas, welcome <laughs> back to the show. Oh, thank you. Uh, how's it going? Uh, but, no, guys, I guess kind of as we kind of get towards the end of this show, right, what I want to talk about is, like, in the summer, right, this time of year, like, we're having fun, we're on the golf course, right? You want to be able to mix that in if you're a player, if you're, you're in these playing days, like. But what should an off season look like? The game has changed so much. I, there's I, a, I traffic to, I, a, traffic cone, a traffic cone on top of my microphone. There's a traffic cone. I'm going to buy you microphone. a tiny
1: traffic cone. And I'm going to stick.
0: You should get a little thing that, that, like a truck backing up. Every time I move this away, <laughs> it just <laughs> starts beeping. Like
1: a little, like a, just attach it to your. Or color. just
0: tie it to me. I can't be trusted with a microphone. But guys, this time of year, what kind of work should I be putting in as a player? Like, are you guys a get away from the game type of guys? Are you guys getting the gym type? Like, what is this time of year? What should it look like?
3: Well, it, 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 so our, our, our season. What goes through March, April? Take it off. Yeah, yeah. and these guys that go right into just yeah, take the take the spring off. Take mm-hmm. a take a month off. Get away. Uh, you know, obviously, when you're like maybe a senior in high school and you're in juniors, it, it, it's year round. But like when I used to coach high school, uh, play other sports. Yeah, be an athlete, yep. and and that's the one thing that I've noticed: a lot of these guys. I mean, doing other sports makes you an athlete, and I, I really big on, hey, do other sports. Now, at this age, obviously, you're focusing on hockey. You still take that month off, but then the summer, you got to get after it. You can't just go and just – I think too many kids just go on ice all summer. It, it This is where off-ice should be the hugest, is in the summer, and uh, where you're going to make better gains because you're not going to be able to replicate on the ice uh, – some of the stuff are getting faster. Yeah. Uh, they, they were just talking about the the uh, Panthers having that 9, 10 days off, and they can't replicate a game situation. But on off-ice, when you're doing sprints and you're lifting, you, you're going at the top speed, and, and that's the thing. And then on-ice should be, hey, you want to do some pickup games just to get out there, maybe work on some skill stuff. But too many of these guys will go four or five days a week on the ice during the off-season when they should really be focusing a lot more on off-ice.
0: Do you think the Panthers touching the cup is what cost oh, them Oh no.
3: No, okay. Here's my All right. Let you wrap that up.
1: <laughs> He's been that waiting
3: all day to talk about it. It's hard to win. It is. When you win it, you grab it and you put it up. You know what, eight of the last 10 cup winners have touched yeah. the trophy? Yep. No, nah, that, that's BS. Those players <laughs> should be touching that thing. you worked hard you for it. You grab it, you never let You know. The never know. Baseball does champagne things after oh, every
2: round. Every round.
0: Uh, hold so, on. You win Tampa the Bay wild yeah. card hold playoff? No, t- not even that. Not I even hate that. it when teams don't touch the it. The Tampa Bay Rays have a sign... A banner hanging in their building right now <laughs> saying that they qualified for the wild card game last year. Oh, AL yeah, wild card that's a bit, that's qualifiers. A that is the that's, seventh that's, seed. That's, that's not a hot take. Seed. That's a soft take. That is <laughs> the worst banner in the history of banners. That's like saying the Dan K Show's got a banner in my house because it exists. We <laughs> made it. A, we made a show. We so made a podcast. The banner existing. <laughs> Congratulations every year. on the podcast, Brett. Instead of your takes on touching the cup, your takes on the offseason. Obviously, you work a lot. working in the women's game as well and helping raise a, a gold medal team, right? And raising that team to victory. You, what What should the offseason look like? What should this time of year look like in your your mentality and what you're doing? What should a player be doing each and every day?
2: Well, well Garrett touched on it. Uh, you know, we tell our players, uh, we don't even care if, if you skate. Uh, yeah. You know, we want you to do an off-ice training in the summer. You know, get away from the rink a little bit. It's kind of a lost art. Um, you, you know, her, her Brooks said it, said it best is that uh, you, you got to miss the game. So when it comes back to uh, the season starting, you, you miss it. Yeah. And that's kind of when we grew up playing other sports. You know, you played baseball or soccer in the summertime. And now hockey season came around. I mean, you were excited to play because because you miss playing, and and I think that's that's kind of a lost art where, where it just kind of all blends together. Summer hockey and winter hockey blends together, and so too many times players are playing summer hockey in the winter. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and so you know it, it's wintertime. even though it may feel like summer down here in Tampa. Yeah. You know it's it's uh, December now. You know it, it's November. So because you know winter hockey is different. You know you stop on pucks and you get pucks in deep <laughs> and things like that. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, like Garrett said, the fastest runners are the fastest skaters. So we really emphasize, you know, players doing sprint training yeah. in the summertime, you know, getting in the weight room and, uh, you know, working on the speed of your hands, ultimate hands hockey. So so that that's really the, the focus. So it, it's not so much, uh, you know, do we, we don't care so much if guys are really on the ice a whole lot in the summertime. Uh, of course they're going to jump on the ice here and there. So, you know, we don't really uh, promote that. We just really push, you know, the off-ice training, uh, yeah. you know, to get them uh, maybe a head start to before coming down here to tampa
0: and now would you have touched the cup if you were the florida panthers uh,
2: conference uh, championship the comf- Confer- the, the yeah
0: conference not champion? the stanley cup we're talking about they, they won the conference championship <laughs> yeah. would you touch that cup
2: well yeah yeah, yeah. I, I don't really believe in, in superstition i mean uh, so go ahead touch it you you, you earned it uh, you, you won it uh you know be, be, be proud of that and then uh you know move on to your next goal i'll tell the you cup.
0: you wouldn't have wanted to be my locker mate guys i, I was a, it wasn't superstitious but i was a bit stitious uh i Steve Klein used to be a pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals, and he never washed his hat. And I was big on that. I was big on never washing a hat. So when you get late in the year and you've had a couple of couple of games down in Florida, we'd travel to Florida, then we'd go to Myrtle Beach. So we'd spend about four weeks down here. You get back up north, and that hat would be uh, on another <laughs> level. You wouldn't want to be you wouldn't want to be dressing next to me. Guys would tell me, "Put the hat on on the field. Take yeah, that outside." Yeah. That's uh. Wow, well, so this
3: heat! I'm gonna have to be washing this <laughs> hat pretty soon. Same with the bucket <laughs> hat. my start,
0: bucket yeah. hat is drenched, Luke, a little
3: sweaty today.
0: Before we close this thing out, we got anything left for the guys here before we get to our parting words?
1: I just think if you're if you're a player who's looking for their next place to play, I mean, how can you beat this? Right, we've talked. To you. We've talked so much on the Dan K Show about the the strength of the Southeast Division, about the Florida Division, this Southeast region, as we sometimes call it. You're going to get competition. You're going to get teams that care, and I mean, this is where you're playing. We're we're filming a podcast right by the pool after playing around a round of golf. You can do this in January.
3: Well, yeah. You, think about this. This is June fifteenth. This is also December 5th. It <laughs> doesn't change. There,
1: there is a reason why the Dan K show spends a lot of time at Florida and Southeast events. I have a lot of business <laughs> meetings down here. This is a... That's all I got. I mean, how? like I said, how can... <laughs> what it, else it can you do? You can't top the camera work. flying away. Yeah, I, I said the weather in Florida was great, and then the wind kicked up and knocked <laughs> the camera off. I'm, I'm trying to help you out. Uh, it's
0: those westerly winds. <laughs> yeah, those westerly winds. The Gulf, up, man. The Gulf of Mexico. Somehow
1: the wind was always in my face today. every single shot my closing that's your
0: parting those that's just going to count as your parting words yeah i gave you a chance to ask them one more question nothing left no we
1: i i did it the nice thing about being asked given the opportunity to ask the last question is if i feel a stone was left unturned i can upturn that stone but i feel we we turned many stones today
0: gentlemen we close out each and every podcast with our parting words who wants to go first who wants to have the first parting word Hmm? rock paper scissors. Sure. You guys want a rock paper scissors word? I feel like hey, uh, are we actually you would got. like to see. Well, a rock, paper, I would like scissors, to see a rock paper, paper scissors. Now, loser, of rock paper scissors goes goes first. All right, let's go. Rock paper scissors. Oh, they they both smashed the microphone. Yes, <laughs> <second. laughs>
2: <laughs> you got it. Did I, he got yeah, it. You he got did it. win.
0: He so did. You, you can go first. Okay. Parting words. Anything oh. you think of? I mean, what do you want to leave the folks at home with?
2: Well, you know, first of all, Dan Kay, Lucas, uh, I really appreciate you guys uh, coming down and, and playing around golf with us. And um, again, pr- promoting the USPHL first and foremost, and then, uh, you know, uh, you know he- helping all, all the divisions and all, all the leagues. So we're really, uh, uh, you know, um, thankful for everything that you guys do. And, uh, you know, we just look forward to a- another great year. Uh, it's coming right on the corner for us.
0: It's good parting words. Now he's got to follow it up.
2: I wouldn't want so to follow how, it up.
3: These drinks are way better when uh, <laughs> the Dan case show is fine after losing. I can tell you that.
0: That hurts. That hurts.
3: Uh, now I want to thank uh, Saddlebrook Resorts too for uh, setting us up for this uh, thing, and um, they did a great uh, treat treat us really well. And uh, no, but you guys do a great thing for this uh, for this whole league, and appreciate the stuff that you guys do for it.
0: My parting words always go with our guests, and real people sound real. That's my quote today. Real people sound real, right? You, you, all, you always know. I always say this to folks, and I've said it before on this show. I don't know much about cars, but I know what a car salesman sounds like. That I know what a child screaming sounds like as well, right in the background of my <laughs> parting Johnny? words. That this kid. No, There's no studio
1: setup. <laughs> there is a
0: certain octave of child. Yeah, it's that octave. That <laughs> I can't funny. do. He just won the cup. Just won the cup. Ca- <laughs> that so Phil Kessel range. what I do want to say is real people sound real. What I was saying before that screech was, and not screech from Save by the Bell. Right? It's all right. I'm Saved by the Bell. But what I'm saying is you, you go to a car lot, right? I don't know much about the cars, but I know when a car salesman trying to sell me a car, right? I can feel that. I can feel them being sold. These guys right here in this room, these are two of the realest people you will meet in this game. Genuine is the word. They care about your player. They care about your family. They care about your development. And that's what's going to come first. It's going to come first and foremost before winning, before losing, before anything else. Look, they're going to try to win hockey games. They're going to try to raise a cup every single year. But you're going to be a better player at the end of the year. Watching this elite team for the last decade now, right? And watching every single year, they come out of the gate slow. It's, oh, no, this team might not be good this year. And then by the end of the year, they're the fastest team in the elite, the youngest team in the elite. And a lot of times, one of the best teams in the elite, if not the best. It's great to watch. You can see the development. It plays out on paper. This week's show, this episode, we have some different sponsors. Normally, we have Remastered Sleep, GMU Sport, all these guys. First and foremost, Saddlebrook Resort. We want to thank the folks at Saddlebrook. They let these goons, this goon squad out in the course today for free. We they didn't beat it, it up too much. They, we didn't beat it up too much. We took some good swings. We put some good golf out there. We put some bad golf out there. Nothing like the old 39 on the back, 50 on the front to really say, what am I doing out here? And what is my problem mentally as a person? Nothing like it. Saddlebrook Resort, it's a great place to stay. You can go right now. You can go on Zillow if you want to buy a place. I know my ma, Dukes, has up in Jersey. She's like, I think I'm going to move down to Saddlebrook. I told her, do it. Go buy property right now, if Saddlebrook. If you're listening, set her up, man. Let's get her a house. Maybe instead of a free golf round next time, free house. We'll do another <laughs> podcast. We'll set it up. One there. podcast, one house. One podcast per house. Uh, but no, Saddlebrook Resort's great place to stay. You can come vacation here anytime. Everything you need. Gigantic pools. They got a tennis set up here that Andy Roddick and Marty Fish used to use. They have pickleball. Now they've too. got no thanks. Uh, they've got golf, pickleball, and lacrosse. Pickleball Two things. Is a fine sport. Hold on pickleball and lacrosse my parting words two things that are activities and not athletic events pickleball and lacrosse
1: that's because you're not good at either one
0: i'm great at lacrosse i could tear you apart right now you put me on the lacrosse field against notre dame and duke i just watched the national championship game i guarantee you i put up eight i guarantee you i'm calling out you i'm calling out notre dame and duke you guys call me up your lacrosse teams put me on the field right now at a practice i put up eight i I go for eight no i go for ocho Also, I want to talk about Ultimate Hands Hockey. Go to ultimatehandshockey.com. That's ultimatehandshockey.com. Parents, it's an easy way for your athlete, especially if you do not have access to ice every day, to work on their hands, to strengthen their ability, and to continue to challenge themselves whether on the ice or off. It can be used for multiple services, right? You can use it for the passing game. You use it for the hands game. You've got to continue working on and off the ice, especially when guys talk about maybe getting away from the game a little Something nice to have in the room. It's like doing push-ups at night before you go to bed. I used to listen to Herschel Walker. He talked about dealing out cards, and he'd go, "An ace is eleven push-ups or pull-ups." He'd put a king down, and that's ten. You should be putting in that little bit of work, right? If we're getting away from the ice, let's put in the off-ice training. Go to ultimatehandshockey.com today. Stay tuned to at the underscore NK show on social media. All platforms: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok for all kinds of content revolved around this Ultimate Hands Hockey brand ultimatehandshockey.com get there today when Dan K's on a mic it's got to be hockey night unless it's Florida and it's a the daytime then it's uh, time to go swim it's a pool cast we're going swimming
1: it's pickleball Thursday
0: pickleball to play pickleball pickleball is pickleball. <laughs> an activity that is a light activity
1: thank you for listening to the most watched show in junior hockey the Dan K show Presented by the Pueblo Bulls. For more information about the Danke Show, head to www.dankeShow.com.